It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It is Big Man Monday. Jimmy Fela is here. The new host of Fox News Saturday Nights. Every Saturday night Set. at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Fox News Channel. That's a big deal. Yeah. And if one of you were to watch, you would double my ratings. So please consider <laughs> it. Take it under consideration. At least put the set on and leave the room. So the first time you came to Fox to do The Independence back mm-hmm. in 2013. That's what it was called, The Independence. Yes. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Did you think that this would be your future? My goal the first time I appeared on this network was not to get a parking ticket. Because I had a weekly rental in my cab. I wasn't a full-time cabbie at that point, but I would still drive it to supplement my income. And I had a taxi double parked on 6th Avenue. So when you think about it, I just wanted to make it out in and out of the building without owing someone $125. That was my goal. <laughs> you talk about like playing the teams on the schedule. The NYPD was the team on the schedule that day. So no, this is obviously ballooned beyond all believable bounds, which is very cool. Yes. But I'm also having that other moment of recognition where I do know I am a very public figure now and I owe a lot of people money. Okay. (laughs) As a gambler, as a cab driver, you you know, I've always been kind of out there. Family members. Yeah. Now they know where I'm at. That's really Hey Jim, remember that one time I loaned you $250? (laughs) Hey Andy, I found him. Go get my bat. (laughs) Like, oh man, I'm going to get beat up in the studio. But it's exciting, and uh, this should be the moment where I sing Wind Beneath My Wings to you because, as you know, you're responsible for, like, 98% of my success. But you're also responsible for 98% of the moments where I almost got thrown out of here. That's true. So it's like, how much singing do I really have to do? Because <laughs> it's like, absolutely, there's no denying this. The yin and the yang of you and me, who, in this glorious ride we're on, and we'll continue to take together, as you know, and we're going back on tour this summer and everything, we were banned from Washington, D.C. taxis. That's true. Because we were singing patriotic songs and Jesus songs. And, and patriotic Jesus and songs. And patriotic Jesus fair. songs. And in the middle of the night, this is the, we're at the White House Correspondence <laughs> Dinner, I guess is where we are. And Kennedy and I, and you know when the booze kicks in, because we start to play Whitney Houston's Star Spangled Banner. To the point that one time we got yelled at by her ghost, like the cloud separated. She was like, you enough. Hear, you can hear her gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Brown showed up. He's like, enough. <laughs> enough. And we're like, all right, we won't play the way to use the Star Spangled Banner. But we were almost thrown out of a cab together. Like the debauchery we've had. And I think that's our superpower and our staying power. Because, you know, when you say rock and roll is here to stay. Mm-hmm. You and me are here to stay because we're having fun. Nobody's having fun. We're having fun. But we've always been having fun. And I think that's, that's true. The superpower. It doesn't matter if it's your backyard or sitting on two chairs outside of a cigar shop. We're having fun We're in having Ybor City, Ybor which is City not always is, easy to do. And people that are is mess. phenomenal. People watching, but some of the best cigars I've had. Sir, and the best cigars, and so, so you guys know this if you've been down there. Ybor City has some of the best circus fat. Yes. On the circus. Which I was unfamiliar with the term circus fat until we went to Ebor City <laughs> and started people watching. Circus fat is a term, okay? And let's be clear. I'm a 700-pound man trapped in a 245-pound <laughs> man's body. What, now, okay. you, what you mean by that is, is you 
You have a very disciplined diet. Yeah, though I'm wearing Spanx. Mid-week. No, I'm kidding. No, but very but disciplined I midweek. I pull it together it's, midweek. It's all like salads and Greek yogurt, but then on the weekends. Yep. Thank you. The cry for help. Yes. But uh, midweek is just a cry. I'm just crying. But in uh, parts of Ybor City in that part of, of Florida, they have people that are actually, we call them circus fat. Like you could, we could, if we could take one home, which we can't, we can't afford to pat, get that on There's the plane. No I couldn't. But you I could, couldn't flag that person private because even those people (laughs) southwest with their pronouncement like if you are girthy and obese we will clear the aisles for you you are four seats all yourself i still couldn't afford it to bring one of those people home circus fat you could charge people to look at them so that's the ride we've been on that's the ride we will continue i I hope and pray to be on because we're the team nobody wants to play okay now as i was watching the Golden globes Mm -hmm. last night and and i wrote about it for the daily mail um, the piece is out today. Mm-hmm. I was watching Joe Coy. I had very high expectations. Had never seen mm-hmm. his stand-up. It, he uses he, him, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not sure. I know. I, I'm still surprised they're giving out best female Anything. actor, yeah. best male. It's actually very hurtful. Supporting actor. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> very, very pronouny. Best living thing. <laughs> yeah. But I was watching that thinking, you know, very appropriate that Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer nominated for so many awards because J. Robert Oppenheimer spinning in his grave like a bat in a leg with jealousy over that massive bomb. <laughs> yeah, the Manhattan Project has nothing on the L.A. Project, does oh. it? Oh, but here's Joe the thing. Coy, I mean, I've, I've never seen an ass kisser oh. trying to be funny trying to shove his head up so many asses Uh at one time. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't do that in that room. And let me just jump in about this whole thing. Because as you know, comedy is, first of all, in comedy, the phrase you hear a lot, read the room, is not specifically apropos to live stand-up. Live stand-up, as you know, is lead the room. You're the only guy with a mic, you're in charge. Lead them in the direction you want them to go in. Establish that you're bargaining in good faith, you'll be fine. Now, I grant you, that's a harder room in that they take themselves seriously. But when they see the weakness they saw out of him, he's not in charge of that room. He told the Taylor Swift joke. It didn't like she was, she didn't Will Smith him. Mm-mm. She just stone faced him. Yeah. That turned into, I'm abandoning my writers. Yes. I'm just up here to have We're a good time. He goes, I just got this joke, this job 10 days ago. Chill out. Yo, if I got that job, that job 10 minutes before I went on stage, you could be funny. Yes. If you're a good comic and you are a writer. I mean, 10 days. For 10 all, days? 10 days round the clock writing Dude. with a team of writers? Dude. That's a long time. Shut your face. Like, I'm yeah. not even kidding. Yeah, like, it's like, I only got this 10 days ago. It's like, dude, I don't care. You're not doing skits. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing, like, you know, pre-rehearsed, yeah. pre-shot packages like Billy Crystal at the Oscars 20 no. years ago. You're paragliding in no. or doing song. You're doing nothing. You're just, you're but, telling, like, some gimmies. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone at home wants to eat it up that he was so worried about offending people and being liked. And and it made me miss Ricky Gervais so much. Well, that's the point. The Taylor Swift reaction and the reaction in the room to him is why Ricky Gervais can't be there. If you can't handle Joe Coy. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. But this is the moment in Hollywood where like the dirtbags are winning. Because this makes it that much harder for Ricky Gervais because they go, well, from here on in, you, you see, you don't make fun of us because that, that's what happens. They need a flamethrower in there yes. to come in and rough them up because the truth is it's endearing to laugh at yourself, number one. And what Hollywood is getting wrong 
is these people are famous because they hit the genetic lottery. Okay, that's why they're famous. You could tell me they acted or they were courageous. There's not a brave role out there. You're making $30 million. You're surrounded by craft services and unlimited security. Are you that brave? You know, but getting past that for a second, because <laughs> they take themselves way too seriously. We always accepted as a society that they had it better than us. They had better lives than us. You were making $30 million to pretend you were a cop. You were having sex with multiple starlets after the show. Oh, to be clear, most of the male actors are having sex with other male actors. We know what's really going Going still on in Hollywood. Starlets. Thank you, but still they're, they're Twinkie starlets. Still starlets, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. You're making living a life of spectacular prosperity, and all because you were born into a level, a level of genetic prosperity that uh, we conceded defeat. We're yeah. like Hollywood, you got us. Yeah. And for one night a year, we're willing to go out there and celebrate you and all your debauchery and exploits. But now they started to do this thing where they're pretending they're just like us, and that's not true. No. And we didn't want this from them, but that's what's ultimately allowing their comedy to fall off a cliff. It's because it's now accepted that, hey, it wouldn't be nice to punch down. But you can't punch down at the Golden Globes. They're all gazillionaire gorgeous yes. people. Yes, but and, there's no, and also there's no redistribution for that level of genetic wealth. None. And, and they're total bullshit artists when, when it comes to and but that was one thing that i was happy about it was to not be lectured to and i will never forget when meryl streep won the cecil b DeMille award i think it was mm. in 2017 yeah. and she wasted it it yeah. was 2017 Oprah or did it too. she wasted her time talking about trump oh, and what yeah. a bully trump is and how dare he and and she could have talked about this incredible career mm. wrapped it up in a speech that everyone would remember and now we just we think about him and it yep. diminished her absolutely that's why i say this all the time like hollywood actors should stick to doing what they do best which is cocaine Okay, as you know, that's what they should be doing. Okay, have your little award show. Go um, out and bang each okay, other. Speaking of which, you, you know, win. You know who really drove me up? A, oh, uh, give it to me. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. No. You know, he, he was so smug and arrogant and annoying mm. and just like, you know, give me the trophy. Yeah, ah, my wife, blah, blah, blah. Nah, I don't want to be here. Yeah, and it was, it was so annoying. It's like, you are like two years removed from being Hollywood's Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was not that long ago. And I know there are a lot of people who conveniently forget. And you know what he's losing about that? You make a great point, is a lot of Marvel movies are bombing now, mm -hmm. which means the reverence for being in one of them is about the street value is about to fall off a cliff. Yes. And street value is a phrase he's familiar with. And that's what she was alluding to long before he was Iron Man or yeah. Iron, I believe it's Iron Them. But they were there were iron bars in front of him. Yep. He was in jail for drug use. Jail, rehab, constant arrest. And it's like, and now he, he acts as though he's Sir Laurence Olivier. But that's the part, okay, that drives me crazy. These are gorgeous people, okay, that are so gorgeous. In some instances, not only do they not have to know what they're talking about, they don't even have to have a plan. Like Matthew McConaughey, I like Matthew McConaughey a lot, is so hunky that they will pay him to talk to himself in a Cadillac ad. Mm -hmm. He drives around in a Cadillac just, yeah. you know, sometimes a rattlesnake makes muffins. And the, and the women just leave a snail trail to the deal. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. Honey, I'm buying a Cadillac. You guys are that gorgeous. Just go be gorgeous. Yeah. Shut up. Jared Leto. Yeah. So I was watching this, and I couldn't tell our tour manager, but Jared Leto <laughs> was on MTV because my so-called life was on ABC for a season. MTV bought it. Mm -hmm. So he would do all this press for MTV. When I was there, he was on my Oh, like Jared Leto, and he was too pretty for me, and I was just <sighs> like, I just can't. Because first of all, he's so uh -huh. he was so handsome back then yeah. that I just I didn't believe that Jordan Catalano, that was his character yeah, yeah. name in my so called life, actually liked 
this. Uh-huh. So I was like, no, can, but can he I, can was I, legit well, can, on ha- my ween. Let's, I, I, I don't doubt it. Let me, let's have a moment for me, you, and the viewers here, because we don't have this kind of talk often. But when I think back of you at MTV, like, I would have wanted to shack up with you. I mean, I would have thought it was Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> But see, that's what I love. Like, I love your work on Eat It. <laughs> see, people always, people always give me a Linda Belcher meme uh-huh. as though a I don't know that, or b uh-huh. like somehow it's insulting. No, it's no. Like, I love that so much. Like, I know this whole thing. This is intentional. No, it's a whole production. Like everyone in my life, every single person, you included, has looked at me on a regular basis and gone, "Are you really wearing that?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like when we've done shows together, live shows, you've gone, "Okay." Listen. All right. <laughs> To be clear, <laughs> I guess when, it's make a wish night at least once a week. If you're in the lobby, when Kennedy walks into the building, someone else will grab a human shield, just assuming like, oh, this is it. <laughs> they breach security. <laughs> There's a real look there, yeah. uh, but we love it. And we're thankful for it. Well, I'm so excited. So I want you to know, mm. and I told your team this on Fox News Saturday night. I had a dream last night that your first guest on Fox News Saturday night, this coming Saturday, was David Letterman. Could you imagine? I think you should try to get him. And he'll never like, do it, I though. have like, psychic Fox. dreams. That's amazing. I'll reach out. I mean, I might get a guy who has a Letterman jacket who played in a couple <laughs> of sports at Division Avenue High School. I'd love to, but, the, I mean, I think the resounding sentiment is you're just going to see people I think are cool. Yes. Our friends, our people but that also, we think are cool. But also, like, what happened with you? So, mm-hmm. so you got to the independence and later the show I had on Fox Business and you were the head writer for years because someone on the show I used to work on went and saw you at a comedy club Uh and went up to you and said, hey, would you like to be on this show? But what I love is you are going to find comics who deserve that shot. Thank you. Who deserve a moment in a conversation and give them a chance to shine because... Coolest thing you can do. It's like the next Jimmy Fela is there. And, yeah. you know, the best thing you can do mm-hmm. is find other cool people to go on this ride. That's what we need. I mean, the coolest thing about being in this position is be, is the ability to offer, offer other people that path. But more importantly, I don't want to work that hard anymore. Can you just bring me <laughs> in some talent? They can do, I've been killing myself for Jimmy, 20 like, years. No, but seriously, <laughs> I, know, I, I don't know how you do it. And I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of work, but but you do like the four AM show, yeah, and then yeah. you're on Hannity, and then you're you're throwing and, balls with and, Hannity. And I have this. <laughs> I need rotator cuff surgery because Hannity makes you throw like seven hundred footballs yeah. a show. Yeah. But I can't stop doing the four AM show because then it looks like oh, you got your own show. Oh, you don't come up. You don't yeah, come on anymore. Mr. Big shit. And oh, I, I get it. I know. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I did twenty radio promo hits today. Yeah. TV hit. You know it all. I yeah. I had to text your assistant's assistant stop in order it. to get you here today. <laughs> you stop. It. That's I guess enough. it works. I love you. Thank you. You're, You're the best. Goddamn best, Jim. Um, oh, by the way, this has been Kennedy Saves the World, along with Jimmy Fallon. Hey. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.